Hello and welcome to the Outliers. I'm your humble host, McLean. With me, always. And I'm your other host, <laughs> Tyler. I could not come up with a good enough adjective. So um, seeing as we've had a lot of listeners join us, including people who might not recognize us from our old podcasts, um, I figured that this might be a good point to do kind of a get to know us type episode. Uh, we're going to talk about this is going to be a pretty free form episode. Um, we've had some circumstances in the last week or so that have allowed us for not being able to do like enough proper research to give you guys normal kind of content we'd love to give you. So for now, please accept this. Um, and, you know, do three Hail Marys for the podcast gods for us. So, um, yes. I guess like the easiest part to start is like I feel like we should talk about why I'm I mean primarily I started this podcast. Um and I and think why I decided to tag along. <laughs> yeah. Um so I should I guess should, I should start it or do you want to like kind of explain like go for it. So I uh did an old co- podcast called The Chaos Effect and long story short it didn't work out because I didn't like the way I format it. And I kind of tricked Tyler to being my guest every week on that one, um, which ended up working out pretty well. So that ended up being kind of good. But this one kind of more came out from, I didn't want to limit us to being a history podcast because neither of us are like historians at all. I mean, Tyler, I don't know if you consider yourself a historian. I I just don't really no. consider myself one. We we both are have history minors. Um Neither of us are really film experts or like, and even though we're in film, uh, we don't, we're not like. Yeah, we're just students. Yeah. And the name Outliers, who I have to credit my friend who's a listener, Iona, um, she came up with a name when I was trying to explain my idea for this podcast to her. Uh, so thank you, Iona. Uh, we kind of like, you know, if you've seen our logo, we cover everything. You know, I want to do more stuff about bank robberies and stuff. And I, you know, that's why the North Hollywood shootouts are first episode. And it's because there's this like weird kind of stuff, like things that happen in the world and history that are connected in ways that we don't expect them to be connected. You know, the outliers. And that's one of the reasons I end up like naming it the outliers because um you know i'm very like you know what does the north hollywood shootout have to do with today well it you know we talked about in that episode led to you know police militarization or uh tyler the superman episode like that had a ton to do with modern american politics right yeah absolutely and it's also talking about these kinds of things in their relevance to our cultural spheres um yeah and especially like when we're talking about superman like why is superman such an important character because it's like because of what he represents and the impact that that had on a bunch of readers across and, the country and across the world even and when you get the history on it too of um you know that he was made by jewish creators and you know that he they make stuff like the fact that he's a character who had his home destroyed very you know powerful because like you know jewish people have spent a long time running so that's that's something like that's the it's those connections that you make um i think are kind of the ones we like why at least why i started the podcast and also gave it such a like unexpected name i guess like i don't don't even know how to say like how i came up with the name um 
how about you, Tyler? What made you jump on board with uh, my crazy idea? Um, well, to be frank, I don't have much else going on in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and this is, no, I really enjoy uh, this, these kinds of conversations. Um, I'm, I'm having a good time doing my research every couple of weeks on a new topic or something that I'm already interested in and being able to share that with uh with an audience yeah and even like even episodes that i don't really know anything about it's it's always fun to uh learn via conversation i know like i'm trying to think of episodes i have led which have been the movie ones so far but um i know like we kind of joke about like you know this stuff the country music one like i don't know if like you're exactly like a country i don't think i'm not gonna like infer anything but i don't think you're you were exactly the type of person listening to a ton of country music before i did that episode no i i i i tolerate country music i'm cool with it but i don't actively go and seek it out i'm like man i really want to listen to country music today uh but learning about it is is really interesting yeah I did, I did a lot of uh painful research but not all of it was painful i listened to some bops I had a good time and had a good time talking about it too. Yeah. And, you know, we, um, we do movies too. And, you know, a lot of those movies, like Starship Troopers is a surprising movie that has a lot of connections to our current situation here, especially, you know, it's been the news, Afghanistan and, you know, that's uh, yeah. Afghanistan is a subject that neither of us are, I don't think really qualified to cover, but like just briefly, that's it's it's messed up. The um, let me tell you, all the pictures comparing the evacuations to uh, Vietnam has not made me feel great about our situation, so right. But um, I'm not gonna sit here and pretend that I know anything that I don't, and I'm not going to uh, formulate an opinion based on incomplete knowledge. So I'm going to just sit this one out. Yeah, I'm just um, going to say it It doesn't seem like a good situation. Neither of us are really qualified to talk about it and no. we'll end it there. Because we are smart but enough to know when we're not qualified to talk about something. I wish more people were, had the self-awareness to realize like, oh, I don't know jack shit about this thing. Let me not, talk, <laughs> let me not open my mouth. Yeah. The world would be a better place if people were able to admit if y'all could just shut the fuck up the world would be a better place i think that's what if you're trying to say admit when they just don't know what they they're talking about then mm. the world would be marginally better <laughs> but i digress yeah so tyler um where should we go from here um how about this? Uh, so, you know, you jumped on because like this was an opportunity, you know, both of us pandemic wise had not a lot going on um, and we decided to do this. Um, so, so far, what have you enjoyed talking about on this podcast? Um, I'm definitely uh, enjoying, like, I, I enjoy the history stuff, but that requires a lot of research <laughs> to, um, and, and, it's it's really interesting to uh, get into that kind of stuff because it's we, we get we get to cover things that a lot of people might not know about, um, mm-hmm. and really 
get get into why it's important to learn this kind of stuff because like when we talked about the election of 1876 and the end of reconstruction that had incredible ramifications for the next 150 years that we're still feeling right now and a lot of people are like uh in we're we're in a situation uh the united states is at, at least where a lot of people are confused like how did it get like this i'm like well uh there are a lot of reasons like that, that as to why i got like this history is a very big chain reaction of events it's a cause and effect kind of things like well this led to this led to this led to this and i felt like uh that election is a pretty easy jumping off point as to what shaped post-civil war um, post-slavery America and our racial relations in particularly in the south going forward so I really enjoyed uh talking about that kind of stuff but I'm, I'm also a huge nerd I love movies I love comic books I love all that stuff and when I get to talk about um what those mean to me as an individual what I like about these characters and what they mean to society as a whole. That's always really fun. Uh, and I, that, that's personally the lens that I, the stuff that I prefer to talk about because it's, you know, it's easier and I'm just, I just get to nerd out about the things I love, but I, I definitely get a lot of enjoyment from all, all sides of the podcast spectrum. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, for me, it's uh, somewhere between the more uh, like North Hollywood shootout is one of my, you know, even though it's our first one. I mean, I definitely think it's something that at some point I will want to return to to polish a bit more. But uh, it's very how do I I'm trying to think of like the proper word for it. Um, it. It's just one of those events that, you know, I like those random events like and I know it's not like exactly random, but like, you know two guys hold an entire town, like, you know, police force at siege. Like, that's not something you hear about. And then also the ramifications of what that means for us in the long run is something that you can't really, you just can't, you can't tell me that, like, that's going to be something that, like, you hear about all the time or that is normal. Right. Um, you know, and then I, I actually really enjoy, like, I enjoy the ones that have to do more with the pop culture side. I think the Great Dictator one's really good. Uh, the country music one, you know, just one we had Pink Williams on, who I hope to get more guests like that on. But, you know, to hear, uh, you know, to, just to talk about, like, country music and also, like, to get, like, you know, if you get the Nashville side of the story, it's, oh, you know, Nashville was created and then country music became a thing which is just not true. You know, you're dismissing years and years of history and, you know, including history to do with workers and stuff, so. Right. And then there's, a, there's also a long history of immigrants coming to this country with like their own um, music and instruments. And then like uh, a lot of black people in their circles creating their music, which inspires a lot of what became country music later on. So there's so much going on um, before that, before before country music was considered country music, there's so much going on um, in these cultural spheres that influenced what became country music. And there's so much history there too. Yeah, it's, um, 
you know, it's really weird to think about, but like we, as you know, the guys it's, you know, it's weird as the guys who make this podcast, we like have so much control over what we talk about at the same time. We, um, we do not like get like a whole ton of like time to work on this. Cause me and you both have a lot going out on outside of the, uh, you know the podcast and it's like you know i'm not <laughs> this isn't me saying okay please forgive us but like uh you know one of the reasons this episode i want to say something i'll say now is that we're very close to meeting our market we can get sponsorships and uh like you know tell your friends about us like you know the closer we get to that goal uh means we can start doing like more polished work and better quality stuff for you you guys so yeah also follow us our, on our socials yep uh you know the outliers pod on uh, we are the outliers pod on instagram we are the outliers pod on tiktok and tyler we are pod outliers on twitter yep uh so yes. far to follow us <laughs> yeah yeah we have so, two followers yeah um me and you <laughs> just the two just the two of uh, i'm sorry um you know i'm gonna go hit myself in the head yeah so <laughs> tyler you know moving away from the podcast why don't you talk about or actually staying with the podcast what are some things you want to do in the future uh with this podcast um, i definitely i am because i am such a such a film nerd. I definitely want to nerd. Sorry. I know. No, it's it's all right because I know I'm aware. I definitely want to do more stuff like the Starship Troopers and the, the Great Dictator episodes because I really enjoy like the fusion of having our history knowledge film uh, combined with uh, movies. And that's the stuff I love. But I also like comic book characters and stuff like that. And I I feel like a lot of people would be interested if we did more um stuff like the superman episode or because like who doesn't know who like like if we did an episode say on like spider-man in the future like who doesn't know who spider-man is and like i'm interested to listen more about the creation of that character mm-hmm. and what he means to society so that kind of stuff that's more my cup of tea but i also i'm i'm, I'm a big history buff too so if we do more um i, I had a couple different ideas for yes. more history related episodes um because um for me primarily i like to focus on u.s history because that's obviously most relevant to me as a citizen of the u.s but there's so much non-western history that doesn't get talked about enough that i think it's fascinating i really want to learn more i really want to talk about more (laughs) non-western history yeah in the future if you're interested in that i'm down for it uh, yeah, I, I always said I want to talk about some of World War II. I always want to talk about the Chinese side of the war because it's just incredibly overlooked. Um, oh, yeah, China, China, Chinese history in general is kind of a wild ride, but yeah, especially around that time. Also, because you know, it's the really biggest weird. fucking thing in history, I'd say, right? Like, I mean, like, how do you, you know? That, that, what? That wouldn't be an understatement. Yeah, like think. it's it's almost think. like it, like you know, oh god, like it, like you know, it's 
such a massive place that's existed for so long. So it is kind of the thing. How do you talk about? Yeah, how do you talk about a place that's so huge? It's it has such a rich history, mm-hmm. uh, and but there's you you would have to get into like the individual events or time periods mm-hmm. because as a, because this is something I heard in like high school when we were doing like AP world history or like global history or whatever is like whenever you got to China, you, t- teachers um used usually just oversimplify it by saying like with like the dynastic cycle where it's just like it's just kind of the same thing over and over again you have one ruler or one one dynasty and it goes pretty well for a while and then they get complacent and then you get taken over and then here comes another dynasty they do a couple things and right. then which the is just like too much of a simplification in my in my humble opinion oh yeah no it is it is very very much um an oversimplification and it's kind of uh i mean it's it's complex but it's detrimental to the point where like how are you going like it's hard to remember which dynasty did which but um and if 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 you're teaching a global history class and i understand it like you have the entire world to talk about um but I, I did a I did a history of modern China class and class kind of sucked uh, because of the work that we had to do. But the history itself was like really fascinating because there's so much individual events that take place um, that like are just wild. And I'm like, how did I not know about this? Yeah, um, like it's... the Taipei Rebellion, which happened in the 1800s, killed like 20 million people. Yeah. 20 million people, about. And for like, who, how many people talk, nowadays talk about the Taipei Rebellion? Uh, us right now, as we're bringing it up. Us right now, right? And yeah. I mean, like, I'm I'm not sure. Like, 20 million is an accurate figure. I I, I think that's just what I heard, but. Still, it's like an astronomically high amount of people. Dead. Right, more than three is a lot in my opinion. But uh, when in terms of people dying, like I, I always make that joke that more than three is a lot of people dying. But uh, you know, talking about like what, as you said, twenty million, or like when that is the overestimation, it means there's a lot because, like you know, sure that's the overestimation, but you know what else that means? It means that enough people died that it can seem like twenty million people died right yeah yeah it's 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 really (laughs) it's really insane yeah it is Uh, um okay i just i just hit up um wikipedia real quick because i wanted i was (laughs) i was curious so uh, um it's in the top three of highest death tolls um in wars so like lowest estimate is 10 million highest estimate estimate is 100 million Oh god, that's a lot. Geometric that... mean estimate is thirty-one million six hundred twenty-two thousand seven hundred seventy-seven. That's a lot of people. It's insane. Like, I can't harp on that being like just a lot of people. Yeah, like, but like it's completely forgotten. 
I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's not forgotten in like in, in China. No, other parts I, I'm country. gonna I'm gonna take a risk and say I feel like they might remember that fairly well. Yes, but outside of that part of the world, I mean, at least in the U.S., I don't know how many people have even heard of that conflict. Um, yeah. So it's a it's long winded way of me saying I want to do an episode on it. Yeah. <laughs> but there's there's so much going on not only in like the east but in other parts of the world that a lot of people don't know about so as much as i love to talk about u.s history and its consequences on what's going on right now i want to get i want to get out of there a little bit and explore some different interesting topics that maybe you haven't heard of yeah um you know for me it's uh, i'm gonna start off i want to do more bank robberies um you know that's like a weird thing to say but uh you know, there's just this one thing I want to focus on is there's this weird rash of in like the late, early 2000s, late 90s of like armored truck robberies. Hmm. And the one thing I've heard is like the movie Heat inspired a bunch of guys to do robberies after it came out. Um, which I I always have like mixed feelings whenever I hear people say things like that. Like it's like it's you know you get into the whole video games cause violence bullshit, which I don't believe. And I want to take a while saying I feel like you're probably on par with me there. Mortal Kombat inspired me to rip my friend's spine out. Yes. <laughs> uh, God damn it! Why'd you sound like Ben Shapiro there? <laughs> that wasn't intentional. <laughs> it's like did you just think like i want a voice that will sound grating and horrible Ooh, uh, i'll do uh what's his name ben shapiro i didn't think i just said stuff <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah no um it's it, it's it's so it's such an easy cop-out saying it's just like oh it must be the movies it must be the video games there's exactly. there definitely couldn't be an underlying cause related to severe mental health issues and possible white supremacy yeah and but you know that is definitely the you know that that's the school shooters um but like bank robberies to me are just interesting because of uh you know, it, I want to know like how the dude got in the position where he seemed like his best option in life was to go rob a bank. I don't know about you. See, the thing is, uh, robbing a bank, mm-hmm. it's it's pretty. It's like it's it's the worst like high risk high reward ratio possible, because like sure. You can make a lot of money, but the odds of you getting away with it are so slim. Yeah, that is exactly. just like why even try? Exactly. Because because if they don't catch you after robbing the bank, they are going to be able to track down that money somehow. They're going to find you like, huh? That's a weird purchase from a person. Yeah, and that's why we do pop. Po- and that's why we do podcasts, not bank robberies. Well, then that's because where the dart landed yeah. when we were trying to figure out what what we should do. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. You know, may, maybe this podcast might be a low reward scenario, mm-hmm. but at least we're not in jail or getting shot at by police. Yeah. Those were the only two options we had. 
<laughs> there's the fork in the road. You exit college, you either start a podcast or rob a bank. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's like weirdly kind of, I want to say like in some way true, but yeah, it is like, that was like, you know, the kind of choice we were given. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm just glad I'm not robbing banks. Yeah. Um, now, let's i i think we should kind of like move on like yeah and i also i want to do, i'm with you i want to do more movie ones because like if we can meld like i think one of the reasons i've heard a thing i've heard some people is the reason they like the um what do you call it fuck um what's the episode we just did uh the great dictator one the reason they like that one is because like for the reason that they like like they like to hear us kind of comparing the history to of everything to it because that's not something a lot of people had gotten before so right and i i really liked the great dictator dictator episode because yeah that movie's like it's a charlie chaplin comedy it's goofy as hell but through that movie we're able to talk about uh why fascism is such an appealing ideology to people and why it's bad um, and we get to get into the politics of the time um, in the, of the late 30s, early 40s. And we, got, we also got to dunk on the American ignorance myth quite a bit. Uh, because yeah. a lot of people still believe that the reason why America didn't get into um, liberating the camp sooner is because they just didn't know what was going on, which is incorrect um but that's a lot of what a lot of people believed and this movie's kind of proved that like yeah this is common knowledge people i mean maybe we not have, might not have known the extent of what was happening to the jews but we definitely knew about the ghettos and the relocation and everything else yeah you, can't, you cannot claim ignorance at that point so we use this silly comedy movie to talk about a lot of real issues. And I like that. Yeah, I think that's um, definitely, you know, kind of, I think it's kind of, uh, I want to say, it's something that will definitely, I think as history goes on, be something that's come to be called the common knowledge that America could have done more. Right. Um, just as I think it will probably at some point become common knowledge that we didn't have to do the whole um, nuke Japan thing. Yes, because I'm, I'm, I'm like definitely seeing a lot of people who are speaking out against that um, in particularly. Yeah, like, a lot a lot of people like on the Internet are now educated on that because it's it's so hard to get out of the shell of like what you've been taught your whole life and that's why a lot of people uh are struggling because it's like this is what i've been heard, heard my whole life it can't be some other way uh, because I, I i was for sure taught it was like yeah there was no other way they could have um handled that situation japan was never going to surrender and I have learned since that is not true, but that's very contradictory to what I've 
heard my entire life. And there's a lot of other things like that. Um, yeah, exactly. Okay. You know, we don't get like, you know, it's, we're at a very weird time, I think, where like our, what we were taught in school is kind of being questioned for the first time ever. Um, and, you know, of course, like we could get into the critical race theory thing, but I quite frankly just do not want to talk about it. Um, no. Which I, you know, I realize it's like I have the privilege to not talk about something like that, but also on the same front, it's like. Well, I, I think we're on the same page where it's just like, mm-hmm. this is stuff that people need to learn about. Um, yeah. This is all history. And you cannot deny that this occurred and the refusal to learn that is a problem um yeah you know but like i I don't i don't need to like get into specifics of of what it is but about uh but yeah like this is all from a different and a different perspective that we should all be conscious of to be better citizens and better people to each other. Exactly. You know, and I think me and you've gone over, me and you kind of did have a bit more privilege in getting to learn history a little more, right? But that is not common in the, uh, in this country. You know, to learn any, like really to learn just proper history isn't a, a, a privilege in this country but especially to like kind of get a more um trying to think of the proper word on honest version of history too yeah because um but there's also like a lot of stuff that you do learn about but you don't really understand the severity of mm-hmm. too um very much like, I remember uh, sitting there in my history classes, learning about like manifest destiny, and I was just like, "Huh, that kind of, that's kind of whack. Why the hell are they taking all this land because God said so? That's dumb." Yeah. But then, uh, the, but like you don't get really into the specifics of like um, the relocation of Native American individuals and tribes, and the wars that happened between between the United States and these tribes and everything like that. And you like you you get you do know about like uh the forceful removal, but like once you get into the specifics, it gets like it's so much worse than you ever imagined it. Yeah, it, it's exactly that. It's like, oh wow, like you know, and I think you know something me and you have talked about before. Whenever the war, whenever people start doing about doing God's destiny, it, things never go well. Like You're right, <laughs> it's like whenever, like you know, ever hearing the uh, a white guy saying the phrase, "Well, God told me to," it usually means he's about to commit as many murders as possible in the shortest period or, of time, uh, time possible. That's and that's how we also get the type ping rebellion <laughs> we, we know how that turned out um but yeah I, I have you ever had a history class that went past vietnam you know what no i have not i've had ones that got to vietnam but no not until like college which i think yes. you should probably say a lot about like you know where we're about to go with this 
because it, it, it always frustrated me um, as a teenager um, and like when I was really young that like you, uh, you spend all this year and uh, all this time throughout the year to talk about U.S. history and then as soon as you get to Vietnam, I'm like, oh, year's over. Because uh, a lot of the stuff that happens after Vietnam is incredibly important to uh, where we are right now, but you don't get to talk about it at all. Like, I've never heard, I mean, like, Ronald Reagan never showed up in a history class until uh, until I got to college. And yeah. a lot of what I know about that, like the Reagan era and the Bushes, that stuff came from me going out of my way to learn. Uh, yeah, which is, yeah, sorry. Which is something I think most of, like, people like me and you did, did. Like, I definitely had a point where it's like, I thought things were very normal and good in American history. And then it's like, nope, nope, it's not, actually. There's a ton of fucked up shit. Uh, so, yeah, we need to talk about this. Which yeah. is something that, like, you know, I wish wasn't the way things were, but that's just how it is. Yeah. But go, doing doing this kind of uh, research is always it's 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 both exhausting and I wouldn't say fun because it's definitely not in a lot of cases. But it's very it's exhausting and light and enlightening at the same time because there's so much in this world that I just don't know about. Um, exactly, and then I have to go look it up and then I sit there for like a couple minutes and I'm already just like man this is emotionally draining <laughs> yeah it, it it's one of those things it's like boy I wish I was doing anything else right now like literally anything like hitting my head over and over again with a shot with a shovel anything because this sucks yeah and I'm like this is this is exactly why um we need like that like uh, critical race theory to be taught because it's so easy to just like live in blissful ignorance. Because um, there's points in, in my life now even where I'm just like, man, if only I was just like a head empty conservative that was just like living my life. <laughs> oh yeah, because that's work. the thing like, you know, okay. If you have not gone on by now, me and Tyler are not right wing at all. Like we are both definitely left to center. Like, and that is putting it lightly. But um, right? Like, I mean, are you okay if I like I, I say yeah, that? Yeah, no, well, that's, that's 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 that is putting it lightly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um definitely. I I I, I like listen, I don't have like clear like I like my politics are and I'll say them I don't like fascists I don't like racist and I don't like people who support those to, the following two I also don't like homophobes so that's you know just covering my basis of everybody I hate did I miss anything I mean no um, well you, you, the homophobes are kind of combined with those groups too <laughs> yeah you know I a lot of overlap yeah. A lot of overlap. Oh. It's the the Venn diagram kind of looks like a circle there. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, and so personally, like you know, my the thing that angers me most about history is it's very partial to one side of history. 
Right. And if you can't guess what that one side is, you might be a moron. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's interesting what's happening now, though, is because like now as a reaction to a lot of people learning that history, you go you go pretty far the other way, too. Yeah. This is like, um, it, it's never it's never a clean cut clean cut morally like black black and white thing it's ever it's like no this was the good thing to do and no this was the bad thing to do it's like uh you get you you can easily dismiss a lot of people it's like um especially like in american history it's like oh awful person bad dude but Mm -hmm. you also there is there is a value and i think uh in taking into account the value of their time yeah uh i think me and you have talked about this with fdr before right fdr FDR. for for me like one of the most interesting people in history is george washington Um, george washington is somebody who's deified by our country to and by like you know extent our country's right to like i think that's like when we say like our deified like i feel like you know that's a thing we could talk about here today but like our our right wing like tends to like miss all the good like what me and you think are the good things they did yeah um but like a lot of our like our founding fathers are pretty much treated like gods and it's kind of weird um but a lot of people will immediately just like dismiss the dude as like uh, uh, it's like oh own slaves cannot have ever had any sort of good contribution to society whatsoever and yeah, yeah owning slaves is bad we're not going to argue against that ever I, you would argue we did a whole episode where we talked about how bad we think it is yes owning slaves is an awful 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 thing um but um i i read i read um the washington of life by ron chernow who's, who's the same guy who wrote the hamilton book that inspired the musical but he he did a book on george washington i read i i don't, I don't think i ever finished it but i read a good amount of it and one of the things he he he, he did a whole chapter on slavery uh and in george washington and it was like there's one quote from that that was really interesting to me is like george washington was born into slavery as much as slaves were um because that's he 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 inherited his slaves from when he was 11 years old i believe that was when his father died um and he was he was like a child and now he owns people pretty much and he didn't have a choice in that um and the way that he treated his slaves throughout his life is very different from from a lot of people um so he would um he would never separate a family um he he completely detested the idea of um being slaves and he treated them with like a a different kind of uh respect than a lot of other slave owners um and that doesn't make any of what he did right yeah i mean there's at the end of the day he still did what's probably like one of the worst things a person could do which is own another person 
Right. But that was just what was normal for a rich person in Virginia to have. It wasn't something like if you grow up with something being completely normal, would how often do you like really even bat an eye about it? Oh, yeah, exactly. Like it's it's like, it's, yeah, it, it's, this is it's super easy to be against slavery now as you know 150 years after it was abolished yeah and we have the hindsight to say ah slavery was cringe but it's not easy to say that like 200 years ago yeah my like my only like probably would have been killed <laughs> my only like big counter to this is that like there were people against it at the time too so oh yeah no like... yeah but those people also had huge targets on their backs um and let's talk about the big guy, the, the best, uh, John Brown. Yeah. We love John Brown. <laughs> um, and, but those, those, also, um, those, those people are exceptions to, and I'm like, it's I, the point I'm trying to make is that I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying, uh, George Washington was a good slave owner because no, there's no such thing as good slave owners because they own slaves. Um, but the point more I'm trying to make is history is complicated. No, the, 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 the unfortunate thing about humans is they are complex and frustrating. Um, you know, there was a dude who saved a ton of people in China from the Japanese army, just absolutely murdering them. And you know how he saved them? How did he do it? He was a card carrying member of the Nazi party. Ooh. <laughs> yep. So he would bring them into his home and embassy where the Japanese wouldn't touch him because, you know, the whole alliance between Nazis and Japanese thing. And it's always really frustrating to hear how this guy could be a like literal card carrying Nazi. Like, like one of the ways he'd get Japanese soldiers to go away is he'd show them his Nazi armband. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he has the moral compass to look at what the Japanese are doing to the Chinese and go, this is wrong. Like, like, you know, it's like frustrating. It's like, wow, this guy did something good, but like he's objectively part of the worst group of people to exist in human history. Right. Um, It's a a challenge for both sides of uh, the political spectrum to take the good with the bad. Yeah. No, the worst but, thing about people is that they're people. Yeah. They're irrational, incredibly dumb, and you don't understand them. Um, yeah. Um, are there some movies you think you'd want to review in the future of the podcast? Uh, I'm trying to think of movies that, like, not only do I like, but I would have a lot to mm. say about them. And t- I, I, I want is it bad that you know like what? my thought goes or what movies would make Tyler angry? <laughs> yes. I want to make you watch because there are Dawn. movies I like too. <laughs> um for me, one movie that inst- like pretty pretty quickly came to mind is uh 12 Angry Men. Yeah, uh, which is one a... of my favorite movies of all time. It's a... It's one of those movies, like, I know it's important, but it's also so boring. But yes, I understand it's incredibly important. 
I I adore that movie. Um, yeah. For me, the first time I watched it, um, it was my senior year of high school, and it was like towards the end of the year. It was in my English class. So um, my teacher, like, because we, like we only had like forty-five minute periods, and that movie is definitely longer than forty-five minutes. So every day we we'd go in, watch a little bit of the movie, and then at the end, he's like. On, on like a little index card he's just like do you think he's guilty or innocent um and obviously at the time I'm like this is stupid i don't care i just want to leave this class but now looking back at it it's like it really it was really an interesting way to experience this movie because you get to keep track of how your perception of the, of this case changes throughout the film yeah uh, no but that's always frustrating when you have a class like, that you go, I wish I paid more attention in that class. And, but yeah. Like, the movie is like about a core, cra- like, it, it's just about a murder case, but it's also uh, really at its core, it's about a bunch of people sitting around and um, addressing their individual prejudices. Um, and I think it's a and, and it's done in a really interesting way. And I think there's a lot I can talk about in that movie. But I also really want to do an episode on uh, on Battleship Potemkin. Yeah, that's one I, I like. That's like the, one of the movies that founded editing. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, something like as filmmakers, like that's a whole subject on itself. But yeah, no, that's a that's a good one. That's a good choice. Good choice. Yeah. Um, I want to make like, you watch in our, in our, <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. In in our um like film classes, we only like they only showed us the Odessa step sequence. And it's a masterpiece, sure. But when you watch it alone, it's just like, wow, this is interesting, I guess. But without the context of the entire movie, it's like like when I watched the whole movie for the first time, I was livid that they showed that to me without the rest of the movie. Cause the way the build up to that sequence is so good and the way it just kind of it, it almost comes out of nowhere and the way that everything happens and how that is led up to is fantastic and i was just i was like really pissed at my film professor like what the hell just show us the whole movie it's like an hour and 10 minutes <laughs> exactly which is something like uh, it's not it's not I really as like... good in isolation yeah something that can be frustrating about film is like only watching you like you're always seeing like just watching sections of movies never a full movie sometimes it's that's fine to do yeah i Uh, i do not need to watch citizen kane again in my life i'll watch it again i love citizen kane i've seen it four times in my life and i think i just need more time before i watch it again like i feel like i could it's just it's one of those movies that's like you've watched it wait one too many times and like you just need some time away from it treating this movie like it's (laughs) next um yeah i want to make you watch a bunch of bad movies because i'm a because i'm an asshole um okay but like (laughs) like you know As much as like good movies are content, so are bad movies. One of them I want to do is Red Dawn, just because that movie's insane. Which one? The yes. Both of them. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. I Which watched. One? I, I did watch 
new one. Like, did I make you watch that? No. Is it bad if I can't remember if I've made you watch things or not? Because I've made other people watch that, and I feel bad about it, and I should. Um, I watched it by myself. Like, why? Why would you do that to yourself? Because I was thirteen and had Chris Hemsworth and Josh Peck. (laughs) (laughs) We're fighting North Koreans. It was cool. That's such a dumb movie. Like, just a side touch. The idea of North Korea ever being powerful enough to invade America is just so incredibly out of left field. It's so ridiculous, but I was, I don't know, I was like 13 when that came out. Also, to like it. Josh Peck being the hero is, I will say that's one of my favorite deaths in it, which is when they just absolutely fucking murk Chris Hemsworth. I literally don't remember anything that happens in that movie. <laughs> yeah, you're going to. We eventually watch that again. Oh, um, boy. You know, I want to do Alien uh, and Aliens. Yes, Alien is another one of my favorite movies of all time. I feel like both, there's a lot of commentary you could do that. Like, you know, there's obviously the whole um, connection of, like, rape to make to Alien. And then to Aliens, there's, like, a ton to talk about there in terms of sci-fi, but also, like, the one, the big, big thing I want to talk about with Aliens is just, like, the comparison to Vietnam. Hmm. You know, the, you know, uh, like, America getting itself into this war that it, it isn't prepared to fight in any way, shape, or form. Or as we call it, just being alive now. This is so fun growing up I in a post-9-11 world. Yeah. I never finished Aliens. Nice. I start. That's a like hard movie started. to start and stop watching. Like I just want to say that. Like well, I, I. Yeah. So, Alien is one of my favorite movies of all time. I've seen it multiple times. I did my. Uh, I did. I, I. I. I edited a trailer of it for a class, um, but I never bothered to watch the sequels because I heard they weren't as good. But I knew Aliens. Aliens was all right. is good. No, Aliens is some is arguably better than Alien. Um, but I, I, I was gonna watch it on Halloween, uh, 2020, like last year, and then yeah. I started watching. I got like a half hour in, but then like I had to leave for something, and I can't remember what. But I had to leave and go somewhere else. So I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna pause this and finish it later, and then I never did. So that might be a film society thing. I think I film society because 2020. Yeah, I think. God. Yeah, let's. You want to talk about like something because we're still just kind of this is the episode where we're chatting with you. Um, let's talk about what it's like to be college students during the worst pandemic in modern history. Um, I I had like a heart attack the other night when I realized that the I am about we are about to be seniors and the pandemic started during our sophomore year. Yeah, we've got robbed of like a college experience. And, like, listen, me and you have both described we're fucking nerds. Like, what we were at, both of us have been to a club once in our life. Yep. And I was sober (laughs) and miserable. I'm fairly certain. I don't know about you, but that was my experience. I was was sober and miserable. I went to an open bar, but I had a final the next day, so I didn't drink anything. But, like, everybody else was so fucked up that I couldn't, like, effectively communicate with everybody. So it just wasn't a fun time. Nothing at more fun than being the most sober person in a room full of drunks, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, like no, nah, I got I to gotta shoot my final project tomorrow, so I'm just going to not yeah. do that. 
Did I help you with that final project? No. I I just remember the one I helped you with, which was me being a crazy man. You do that to me a lot. Um, that that was that was the year before. Right. Yeah. Oh God, that was still sophomore. Was that that? Yeah. God damn. That was sophomore year. year. Jesus Christ. That film was that was my final in freshman year. So. Oh God. Yeah. No. It, like it feels like I have like a lot of memories, but like they're all just things that happened freshman year. Because like literally every everything since second semester of sophomore year has been like from the inside of my dorm. Like you know this year's like you know the Delta variant. Yeah, pandemic sucks, and it's like wear your fucking mask, dude. Did you see the petitions to remove get rid of the mask mandate? Yeah. They're like they're absolutely losing their minds over how many people like at, like uh, you know and I know this is like a very jarring thing but like are we just gonna get to a point where it's just like half the population's gonna die who refuses to wear a mask? I mean, I have I mean, a cousin. She's a nurse, and she tells me how like there are literally people in her deathbeds who don't believe her when she tells them they have COVID. Do you know, like, just how insane that is? Like, in general, insane that is? Like, people don't believe they are dying. It's just sad. Because the refusal to admit when you're wrong is literally killing people. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, I'm sorry. It's, It's not hard to be just like, sorry, I was misinformed, but now I know the truth. But no, they're they're gonna they keep digging themselves deeper and deeper into conspiracy uh, theory rabbit holes, um, instead of just listening to the facts. And it's really it's 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 sad and it's scary, because yeah. so many people have lost relatives, not because of not only because of like COVID deaths. Because, yeah, a lot of people have died, but a lot of people are so, like, mentally lost. Yeah, in I mean, conspiracy theories. they're just not the same person. Anymore. Did you hear about that guy from California recently who uh, he killed both his kids because he believed they had lizard DNA? And he was and he was convinced right, to do it by a uh, QAnon forum. It, it, I, I saw the New York Post article about it, and he just put they post they. Everyone got mad at them because they posted a picture instead of like a prison mugshot. It was just like a happy picture of him and his family. Yeah. That that was a cut, but like, yeah, like. Also, though, like, insane. Yeah, to uh, kill your own kids, like, a thing that like we all agree should be able to agree is bad, but like honestly, I'm not sure anymore. Like, I feel like killing kids, but, like, you know what? There are people who think, like, the school shootings are false flag operations. Yeah. I mean, I thought they are supposed to be the party of family value. <laughs> yeah. Just fuck you if you want to live. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it is, like, at this point, like, the p- biggest divide in politics is generational. I think in general, Gen-, Gen Z, whether it be centrist or actually like leftism, is far more left than the generations before it. Mm-hmm. I don't know your opinion on that, but just uh, like from- yeah, it's it's definitely more, and I'm I'm, I'm it, it's like giving me ho- like 
a semblance of hope for the future. Mm-hmm. But it's not enough. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, hey, like you know, the broken world will. I mean, you know, you know, it's we'll do what every generation before us does. We'll task our kids to fix it if we have to live that long. Um, yes. Prolonging the inevitable. Let's go. Yeah. I, I I've I've settled that I don't I don't I don't need children. They don't need to experience this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is a yeah, harsh reality of i guess being alive these days is that uh things are bad they're bad and it doesn't look like it's getting better and that might be like weirdly nihilistic of me because i'm typically a more optimistic person Mm -hmm. but uh things are going i I will (laughs) say this i'm a believer of it's darkest before the storm and um I kind of think that's what, or it's not dark as before the storm. It's dark as before, you know, the calm. I think this is going to, this is, I think this is, we're just, we happen to be in a very dark period of mankind. And I think things will eventually get better. And I yeah. think I sound like an idiot for saying that, but you know, the world's been driven by to do good, great things by idiots and uh, good idiots are always better than evil idiots. So just try to at least be a good idiot. Yeah. There are a lot of evil idiots, though. <laughs> yeah. Like, I generally think, you know, being evil isn't as dumb as a whole. Like, there aren't many smart, dumb people. Like, smart, dumb people. Or, or sorry, smart, evil people, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, um, it, like what are you going to say? Oh, uh, you know, god damn it we just had the dumbest motherfucker as president for like the last what four years it felt or 15 years yeah it was a long four years yeah that was we we did a whole podcast about that a while ago we should probably do that again because that was a good one um yeah yeah on the same token i kind of just want to move on (laughs) yeah no but it's also like that's that's modern history now is that do you ever really get mad about that? You think that motherfucker's part of history now? Oh, I get mad about that all the time. Cause now I know because even even thinking about how um like especially the South, the how they treat Confederate history mm-hmm. still to this day, 150 years ago. That got Trump is gonna be a saint to them a hundred years from now. Was the thing that always gets me is I think I mean, he's a saint right now. I think I, I like my big panic. I've told you this before is that like lib- libs will try to revive him. Yeah. I think thankfully he's like a little too unforgivable, but you never know. Yeah. I just I mean, hope he doesn't I, get the W. He was, he was just, he was just kind of silly. Yeah. He, he, he was, he was, he didn't know. Hey, how many people died from the pandemic? <laughs> that's like, I mean, yeah, but that's also like, well, he didn't know like, any better. Ah, uh, God, we're gonna do an the speaking episodes. I want to do, I want to do an Iraq war episode eventually. I don't know how I would frame it or how I would do it, but I guess my framing would be like, hey, we're gonna talk about this thing. It's gonna be incredibly stupid, and like, it's not just like this funny little thing that like Saturday Night Live made some jokes about. It's going to be like one of the most horrific things you are going to read about and hear about because, you know, 
and it's not even just like under the w administration like if we go even that to the before that to the gulf war you hear about like under the clinton administration during was that the uh gulf war like how like we just kind of bombed the country into the dark ages and like you know children died but like hey that's a sacrifice you're willing to make for democracy like that's literally what was said don't even don't even get me started on <laughs> reagan era in the yeah. middle east and then everything that happened with the soviet afghan war yeah the soviet yeah, afghan so war is one of those things it's like boy this is horrible there's no good side to it and i know like there's tankies out there who's like well the soviets were actually the good guys because of tankies uh, scare were... me tankies do because it's like they're 90 percent of the reason why it's like no we'd actually seem really reasonable if it wasn't for them yeah you know, Republicans have QAnon. Um, actually, the Soviet Union wasn't that bad. Stalin didn't... Ha, did, Stalin wasn't anti-Semitic. He just happened to kill a lot of Jewish people. Like, that's how stupid these people sound. Yeah. Like, Stalin was probably an anti... Stalin was an anti-Semite. Like, it's pretty widely known. China isn't killing Muslim minorities and. Yeah, the politics like, of it's not America, therefore it must be good is not a good take to have. The, the, they're as much in the can in, in, in the business of denying atrocities as the righties. And it's kind they're of, they're red fascist. That's that's where I yeah. stand for them. Um yeah, kind of moving towards wrapping this up, this kind of short, like just us shooting the shit episode up. Um what superheroes do you want to cover? Um, I know next time we're going to be covering Batman because uh, this episode's kind of us stalling until we do that. Um, uh, really, in lieu of the new movie, I really want to talk about the Suicide Squad. Yeah. Yeah, God, that's such a good movie. I love it. Um, but the Suicide Squad in the comics is a lot of fun. Could we just appreciate the fact they made Polka Dot Man kind of cool? Oh my god i loved polka dot man <laughs> polka dot man was my favorite because uh poke i, I think i, I turned think everybody found I, out I, about the character this way um, who did i i, I i'm not 100 sure but i think uh james gone looked up dumbest villains or something like that and found mm-hmm. polka dot and that's why he's in the movie yeah which i could be wrong about amazing we didn't get condiment sounds right but that's also how i found out about polka dot man just like what are the first ones are polka i'm like i'm like i thought that was hilarious but when i saw him in the in the new movie and i was just like oh my god they're (laughs) it. i also loved like oh yeah i I, it's like uh, i definitely didn't turn people into my mother and kill them that that was like an also like an interesting thing that didn't exist in that that character's lore before that James Gunn added and it worked really well. God, James Gunn's a good director. I love despite James Gunn. his controversial past in history. Yeah, but I'm willing to move on from that. Yeah, <laughs> seems like he has to. But yeah, I I, th- I think this the Suicide Squad is a really interesting group. It's the um, first DC movie I've seen that I liked. Because it seems like it doesn't hate joy like every other DC movie 
No offense to Zack Snyder. I mean, Shazam. I've, yeah, Shazam I haven't seen Shazam. Good. Aquaman was decent, but uh, I don't know. Just Justice League's hated fun so much. And, Shazam, uh, Shazam and the first Wonder Woman are the ones I really like. Mm-hmm. Of course, it, the Suicide Squad, but like the rest of them are just, yeah. I think the I think um, I think Suicide Squad, the twenty sixteen version, I, it's probably my least favorite movie ever. <laughs> I oh, hate God. that. Movie. Oh, that that game was hands down the worst depiction of the Joker. Do you know how you know that's a bad movie? Is that like the one person who defended the Joker in that movie was fucking the nostalgia critic? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I totally believe it. The man who's just like nothing but like pain and misery in like walking. Like, you ever read any of that channel not so awesome shit? Yes, I did. Dude, I, I was, used to watch that. I was very. I used to it, watch- I was very fascinated with the with the channel awesome fallout. Yeah, I used to watch that shit too. And then I mean it's just like you know I I, I make fun of him because he's cringy and also because you know of the fact he's connected to all this terrible fucking shit. So it's like I wouldn't have mind. Um What's that word? What's the word I'm looking for? I wouldn't mind like if he was just a cringy asshole, but the fact that he's like a abusive cringy asshole makes it like terrible, and like all the people he's enabled yeah. around him. Yeah, but it's also funny because like um, the like they didn't have like they didn't have much to say about him specifically, other than the fact that he's a completely incompetent filmmaker. <laughs> yeah well that's a friend of my, uh, my friend iona and i were just talking about uh the fact that like he's not even good um at like making movies or uh things because like you know low budget filming is hard but like you can make good stuff on a low budget Yo, are we doing an episode on kickassia oh my god that <laughs> we might have to oh god um that's an episode that might like only be able to end if I like at the end of it I blow myself up and like reach God, we, filmmaker martyrdom. We'll do the nostalgic oh, critic trilogy. <laughs> oh God! Wait, how long is that combined? To boldly flee by itself is like three and a half hours. What the fuck? <laughs> Why? <laughs> anyway. Oh, uh, yeah. I think I don't we're getting know. close I, wrapping I'm not this sure. up. I, yeah, we're, we're ending with the nostalgia critic today. Oh <laughs> my god! About, e, 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 I want you to know when when you end with like, the nostalgia critic. <laughs> yeah, I want you to know, like, when we come back and I make you do an episode. Um. Y- and the episode is us having to go over every uh, to boldly flee, kick assy. What was the third one? Suburban Nights. And Suburban Nights, you brought this upon yourself. Yeah. Listen, God we, damn it! How do you make like... a three and a half hour movie? <laughs> and it just—it's that bad. 
Um, one of my favorite things I, I always found out about is the fact that, like, the what the one dude Todd in the shadows um, just decided to stay with Channel Awesome out of how much he hated Doug Walker um, is an interesting choice to make. Yeah. Okay, Kick Assy is not that bad. It's only an hour and a half. I can I can handle an hour and a half. Um, and Suburban Nights is two hours and seven minutes. Uh, that's pushing it. It's definitely oh god, pushing. damn it, Jesus Christ! You know how they do like photos in the movies when you look it up. Mm-hmm. So the first picture is just crotch shot of doug walker in a link costume jesus god i did not need to see that <laughs> oh my god let's make it a listening a listener goal tell you what if you got if we get enough listeners to unlock sponsorships we will review these movies and you will watch me die on the inside Get your friends to watch this so me and Tyler will torture ourselves like sadomasochists. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Tyler, anything you want to throw on? Oh, and uh, like also, you know, Tyler, I'm going to say this now. I was like, eventually we are going to have a Patreon. We're going to wait till we have a few more listeners because it feels weird having a Patreon when we have like, what, five listeners? <laughs> yeah um we have a bit more and thank you all we appreciate all you uh you know i look today we i'm I'm actually gonna bring up we have listeners across the world which feels weird to say you know and i know it's like you know there's three people here three people here but the fact that people are listening to us in any place but here like we have listeners in ireland the united kingdom brazil germany greece and australia let's go ireland (laughs) <laughs> it's just like the greece um shout out to greece too like seriously it's just like that's greece. so cool to me united yeah, kingdom um, you might be okay maybe i'll have to I'll um have to i'm fairly certain i know who like w- one of our listeners are and it's major and also like when i go in the more in-depth demographics it's majority scotland so we have we're popular we're big in scotland yo um oh yeah and of course the united states we're popular in pennsylvania new york illinois new jersey and we have a we have at least one listener in new york tennessee no that's the thing we have more than just one because the demographic is we have flushing albany and brooklyn listeners the flushing one is me (laughs) <laughs> we, but no but we have more than that because you know our biggest is um we you know we have a ton of listeners apparently in pennsylvania um we have quite a few listeners we have listeners in ireland scotland uh england i mean it, it, i'm i'm you know this is just me saying i'm like thankful like you know there's only like According to get sponsorship, we're at 39. We need 11 more listeners. And, um, you know, to you guys who are listening, you guys fucking rock. Like, uh, I can't, yeah. I can't express how awesome it is. And it's like, I also realized we got a few new listeners since uh, Mr. Williams gave us a, a shout out or two. So it's like, hey, this is a rare episode for us. But we're going to bring you more of our like well done content after this. But uh, 
you know, again, I'm so thankful for all you guys listening because we, we really, when I say like we like have, we are very trying our best to make you guys happy. We are. Yeah. Um, I'm McLean. This is Tyler. We've been the outliers. Thank you for joining us. Any last words, Tyler? Um, I hope Channel Awesome will be our first sponsor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, how awesome would that? It's like, fuck this. Now a message from our sponsors. Channel Awesome produces content. (laughs) Uh, It's like, so I... How the but, sponsorship thing works for us is like we will like those either send us like hey like we're gonna send you things to insert, but on the same note like we'll give you things to read out. And I swear to God, if like I have to read out a Channel Awesome script, you will just know I will be doing the the classic jerk off motion. If you can't see my face, so uh, Doug Walker will be holding you at gunpoint, forcing you to read <laughs> script. But anyway, Doug Walker breaking into your house and making you watch all three of his movies. (laughs) Uh, On a real Uh, note, (laughs) I'm really thankful for all of our listeners, both domestically and internationally. And I hope for more people to join our awesome club. Yeah. Uh, what, like club, you know but... we give groups of fans names like what should we call the outlier listeners the outliers <laughs> yeah you, you it's, it's are the outliers. we are the allies it's like i don't know it's like like the legion or something i don't know i can't think of like a group that does that it's like what's your name the outliers yeah what who are you with the outliers all right yeah. well thanks again for listening we'll see you all next week with our regular scheduled podcasting prepared to hear about batman